Hello, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast. I'm Danielle Vallette, your ketogenic integrative health practitioner. You may know me best as the diabetic who reversed her diabetes through eating a ketogenic lifestyle and then went on to help others to do the same, as well as lose 30 pounds, 20 pounds, adjust their blood sugar levels. Yeah, we did that. Well, here on the show, we are doing our best to stick our noses where they don't belong so that way we can get to the answer of why our health is so confusing and then get it cleaned up and move on. (laughs) If that is something that you are interested in, then you are in the right place as we dig deeper We pull back the layers of the onion and we get to the real reason of why, as opposed to throwing medication on it. Thank you so much for joining me here at Type 2 Take 2 and kick back, relax, and join the ride. Hey everybody and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast. I'm Danielle and today we are going to talk about why. I binge eat and <laughs> and why for me it's better to be an abstainer as opposed to a moderator plus what does inflammation and glucose levels have to do with your good food choices stay tuned hey guys Danielle here I just wanted to break in really quick and let you know that I am starting a paid four-week health group on June 1st, and I'm inviting you to join the private group. There you'll learn the foundations of a great diet, how to choose foods that work with your body, what exercises best complement your body and mental type, very important, tips and tricks to fasting, how to find rest when there's no time, what foods and environmental factors stunt your progress. Who am I looking for? I'm looking for 30 men and women who are sick and tired of being overweight, overstressed, having negative moods, listless in purpose. And I'm looking for men and women who are looking to naturally and safely decrease the medications that they're taking, willingly invest in themselves, and live out their full God-given purpose. If you're that person or know someone like them, Contact me on ehinwacoach.com and or let anyone else know about this so that way they can have the opportunity to, to do so as well. To get results, you have to do the hard things, but that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy the process. Okay, so as we start the podcast, I'd love to start it with a did you know? You probably know this, or you probably knew this, but if you didn't, well, now you get something new. Did you know that when you consume bread, pasta, grains, or and a few other things that would not be considered sugar, that no matter what you do, once it hits your mouth, it breaks down automatically into sugar? Did you know that? For those of you who have quit sugar, but you're still eating those things, It's not your fault. Probably somebody didn't tell you. The nutritional value does not indicate, but let's let's, uh, take it like this. Okay, so look at the back of the packages of the things that you're buying. If it's bread, look at the bread. If it's rice, look at the rice. If it's pasta, look at the pasta. And then look at carbohydrates. 
Now, if you're in a country like mine, the Netherlands, then the, then the fiber has already been uh, subtracted from the carbohydrates count, which is indicated as kolhydraten. But if you're, for example, in the US, like a lot of my listeners are, or elsewhere, for example, then the carbohydrates have not, the, the, the fiber has not been subtracted from the carbohydrates. And so if you choose to go that route, you can first subtract the, the fiber because it's not, it's usually indigestible. And then you can divide it by four, the number of carbohydrates. And if you divide it by four, that will tell you how many teaspoons of sugar are in that item. Get out, right? I know crazy. I was just like, whoa, because this is why, because our body at any given time only needs one teaspoon of sugar glucose for it to function properly. Did you know? And now for some chit chat, some chit chat, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a beautiful day. It has been raining grapes and strawberries and potatoes and oranges and yes it has been raining those things do you know why it's been raining those things because i've had to take <laughs> i've had to take a personal attitude adjustment and decide that the rain that has been coming down so vehemently and so haphazardly and also so sporadically is not in actuality, a difficult or annoying thing, but actually a source of food. And I, I'm pretty sure you can see where I'm getting with, where I'm going with this because if I consider if I continue to moper, that's what <laughs> that means moan and groan. If I consider to if I continue to moper and instead of enjoying the rain, then I totally i totally ignore the fact that from what i understand at least we're in drought and we are missing out i would be missing out we would all be missing out on all of the good foods and i mentioned a lot of fruit but what else like potatoes all the underground all the food that needs to grow right all the food that grows we'd be totally missing out on all of the food that grows if the rain was not coming down and yes, it is May 25th. And yes, I expected sunshine and lollipop and all the things. But in actuality, that is not what <laughs> has been happening. Now, I could say that I could I can take all those days that the sun was actually shining and spread, you know, just spread it across all of these days that it was raining that it has been raining but you know when the sun shines my my shoes don't stink <laughs> because the rain makes my shoes wet and if i want to be really honest i have a shoe like for example that has a hole in the bottom and the water gets in there and then my feet get wet so i mean let's we're, we're talking nitty-gritty and we're being honest here so the i have reasons to avoid the rain and as the dutch say you're not made of sugar you're not going to melt so <laughs> at first i had a friend who actually said that to me and i thought she meant because i'm i'm you know i'm black that i'm not going to melt 
as chocolate, you know, as chocolate would melt, but chocolate would melt in the sun and not necessarily in the rain. So I don't know why I took it that way, except, you know, I've always been, you know, compared to chocolate. Like, oh, you just got such beautiful chocolate skin and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, girl, you and your peaches and cream, get in with that vanilla. <laughs> you know, but still, I'm just saying, I've decided to change my mindset, my attitude about the rain. So when I say that it's been raining, grapes and, and, and peaches and nectarines and strawberries and, well, bananas don't grow here. But bananas and and all the and potatoes and all those good things, I mean it. I mean it. We are getting the nutrients and that we need from the rainwater to feed our plants without us grabbing the the chlorinated water <laughs> from, from our spigots, and so we don't have to feed our plants the water. And so that's a really cool thing. So there's a little chit chat for you. It's been raining instead of cats and dogs fruits and vegetables. This podcast is brought to you today by the Integrative Health Practitioner Institute. At the Integrative Health Practitioner Institute, or IHP, you can learn how to take care of your body, take care of the people's body in your home and those around you and around the world. How? By learning the basis of health, learning the foundations, and learning how to get a little bit further through functional lab testing, functional home lab testing. The Integrative Health Practitioner Institute is the perfect way to marry your desire to get healthy with your desire to get away from pharmaceuticals. If that's something you're interested in, you have to click the link down below. Why? Because it's the best way to learn how to take care of your body, your family's body, your neighbor's body, the the county's body, <laughs> the government bodies. Click down below. And now for some updates. Updates. Let's see what's going on. Um, oh, yeah, I know. I have opened up enrollment so that you all can get on that weight loss train and get yourself together. And it opens up June 1st. It's a group class. And get excited because you're going to be able to lose weight. You're going to feel better. You're going to lose weight. You're going to feel better. And you're going to enjoy the food and learn a lot of things, tips, tricks, and how to manipulate your food so that way you can get the best out of a weight loss. If that sounds like it's something for you, I promise all you would have to do is sign up and we can get you going. So if you have any questions about that, because that is the update. It was the update last week and it'll probably be the update until June 1st. And I'm really excited to offer that to you all because I think it'll be really great and it's fantastic. It's four weeks of an explosion of information plus low stress learning that couples with weight loss. And what's better than that? nothing. So click on the link down below, schedule yourself uh, in or schedule yourself a fantastic, a fantabulous, a humongous discovery call. It's 30 minutes. It's free. (laughs) I make a big deal of it. It's free.
but it's a great deal because then I get to talk to you and I can see how I can help you, how I can support you. And I think that's really important because it's not about me, kids. It's not about me. It's actually about God above. But then it's after that, it's not about me. It's about how I can help you. So let, let's get this going because June 1st is actually around the corner, folks. It's around the corner. Oh, my gosh. Now an update from Equa.life. During a busy hot summer day, a smoothie is a fast, affordable, and most importantly, healthy snack or meal option. And it's something that Dr. Cabral of the Integrative Health Practitioners Institute recommends to his wellness clients and personally enjoys every day to hydrate the brain, body, boost metabolism, energize, and for so many other health reasons. That's why they are so excited to offer the amazing promo this week of a tumbler. Yes, get excited. So if you purchase any product over $149, then you'll be able to receive a free tumbler on all on those orders. Now, the fact is, this tumbler will keep your hot food hot if you bring soup, for example, but, but yay, <laughs> or cold food cold such as your smoothies, if you so choose, or maybe gazpacho, ooh, spice it up. But in any case, if you use those, if you purchase anything over $149 on the Equal.life website, you can click on the link down below, then you will be privy to such an awesome gift of, you know, gift with purchase. And I love gift with purchase. You know what that means? Free! And everybody likes free. So. I have to let you know about that uh, beautiful promo. Check the link down below and you'll be able to get that option. You'll be able to get that awesome deal if you choose. Okay. All right. Okay. Setbacks. We are talking setbacks and we are talking honest, diddly, piddly setbacks. Who ready? Okay. No, honestly, setbacks. I have picked up some kilos again, which will lead me to some decisions that I'm going to make concerning the, how I eat. Um, but the setback is I have indeed picked up some kilos. Is that a problem? Uh, yes, it is a problem for me. And do I mean like I bent over and I picked up some weights and they're like two kilo, five kilo kind of thing? No, that's not what I mean. I mean... Uh, yeah, I stepped on a scale, which of course the scale is not an, an indicator of my worth, but it does tell me, it gives a progress picture of what's happening with my body. So the setback is I have picked up the kilos on my body. So I've decided that I'm going to do something about it, which is why I am throwing out that June, a, a whole body reset. Honestly, guys, I want to do it with you. I don't want to do it without you. But I will. I will leave you in the tracks. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Setback is that I picked up those kilos and it has nothing to do with the kilos. The kilos are kilos are kilos are kilos, right? But what isn't right is the fact that I'm starting to feel it in my joints and in my knees. And I don't like it. So that's the setback.
I know. But you're a keto coach, which you're an integrative health practitioner. You're a health coach. How is it that you gain weight? And then somebody in the back said, it's because she's human. Yeah, you in the back. Thank you. Thank you. You in the back. Thank you. It's because I'm human. Okay, motivation and encouragement. Motivation and encouragement. I would like to motivate and encourage you to take some time, find a quiet place, and talk to the master. No, not the slave master. We're past that now, finally. Thank you. I mean the master, the master, the master of the universe, the creator, not Darth Vader, the master the creator of all things, the ruler of our beings. Through his righteousness, we've been redeemed. Him, I want to encourage you to take the time to stop and talk to Jesus, the Son of God, and ask him for strength through this day. You, you need more than this day? Okay. For this week? You, you need more than this week? Okay. You put the time frame on it. And if it's for life, that's even better because that's what he's there for. He will give you strength. But I want to encourage you to take time, find a quiet place, get your Bible out. If you don't have a Bible, look it up online. There are plenty of them. I, I read the King James Version because it's the closest to um, translation from the Hebrew, Greek, and uh, Aramaic. However, you're going to do what you want to do. So... My suggestion is to take the time, get to a quiet place. If you have to get up early, get up early. If you have to stay up just a little bit later because everybody's awake with you, then do that too, whatever it takes. Find your quiet place. Or you don't have to stay up late. You can hide in the bathroom. Don't act like you've never done it. Don't act like you've never hidden in the bathroom because I'm sure you have. Most of us have hidden in the bathroom to, to get away from our family for a minute, just for a few minutes so that way we can get something accomplished. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So if you have to hide or if you need to go take a walk or whatever the case is, go do that. But take your Bible with you. Well, you don't have a physical Bible. Um, you don't like reading. Okay. Well, I went on Spotify podcasts and I found, was it Spotify? Was it Spotify? Indeed it was. I went on to Spotify and I found someone to read the Bible to me while I was on my bike ride. I didn't just go look for him or anything. <laughs> I, I typed in Bible, the Bible, and you know, it was being read. It was really cool because it really encouraged me. So with that, I would like to encourage you because you're not alone. You have hope. You have help. And you just need to look up. Look into the heavens, my child. I just want to encourage you to get that strength from the Bible, God's word, because he created you. So he knows what you're all about. And um, I'm I can guarantee you that any question you got, he's got the answer for So again, I would like to encourage you and motivate you or motivate you and encourage you to read the Bible. You don't know where to start? Start with 1 John.
first John because there's John, then there's first, second, and third John. So start in first John. <laughs> it's the smaller of the books. All right, that's your motivation and encouragement. All right, now for our health segment. The health segment, guys, and just like I said in the intro, we're going to talk about why I binge eat, and then we're also going to talk about the the plus and minus or what the difference between a moderator moderator and an abstainer are in the diet community. Plus, we are going to go over the glucose and inflammation levels and what they have to do with good food choices. So why, first of all, Danielle, you binge eat? Yes, I binge eat. Girl, you can't coach me into doing nothing. You don't. Yeah, you see, the thing is, guys, there are times when we do things and we don't know why we do things, but we do them. Or there are times when we are actually working on ourselves and we realize that we're doing something and we realize why we're doing it. And then we aim to not do it anymore. And you see, that's the difference. So let me go ahead and go into detail about that a little bit. Binge eating. What do what? Okay, first of all, what does Danielle binge eat on? If there is bread in the house, grain, gluten, I will binge it. That has always been my Achilles heel. That has been my kryptonite. That has been my mask. <laughs> it's I'm laughing because it's so so silly, but I think you all get the point, you know. Um, if there's bread in the house, then I will eat the bread. Yeah, I know. I have recipes for bread. But you know what never fails? Convenience. Convenience never fails. And convenience will usually push most of us to do things that we would not normally do, especially if it means that we don't have to get the ingredients out and, and do the extra steps to make healthier choices or decisions. But that's what I binge eat on. But why? Why? You know, it's a it's a sugar addiction, guys. It's a sugar addiction. You remember I said, did you know? Okay, so I won't go and eat five apples, but I'll eat five slices of bread easy. I won't go and eat a whole container of strawberries, but I will eat a whole loaf of bread. All 22 slices, 23, if you count the hind parts. But why, Danielle? Why? Because it depends on what I'm realizing, and I'm being honest here. Let's be a little bit transparent so that way you all can get, maybe you can be transparent with yourself if I'm transparent with you as well, right? So I find that when I'm stressed out for finances, financially stressed out, or if I feel like I am missing something, not food, but if I'm missing something, like if I don't, if there's something that I don't have and I feel like I really need, and it is a need, but I can't get it for one reason or the other, then instead of instead of saying, okay, well, it's all right, or praying and asking God to help me with it, I turn to the thing that I know that I can have and that there is an abundance of, even if it's not a good thing. And does that mean like cookies and things? No, not really. I mean, I enjoy a good cookie, like just like anybody else, but I would gladly make my own cookies because I love making things by scratch. But is scratch 
less expensive than store-bought? Absolutely not. It's not. But will I do it? I will make it. I have some buckwheats here, for example, in the in the cupboard. And I'm just waiting to make cookies. What am I waiting for? Nothing. I've got all the ingredients. I've got buckwheat. I've got butter or coconut oil if I choose. I've got cinnamon, blah, blah, blah. I've got erythritol. You know, all the things. So what is it? Why why do I binge? You know, it just, it, it hits, you know? It'll hit once in a while. The feeling will hit once in a while. And when I'm... When I'm paying attention, when I'm being observant with myself, I can see that that is what's occurring and then I can stop myself. And then there are other times when I can see that that's what is occurring and I don't stop myself. Even though I know I can stop myself, I don't want to stop myself. Now, if I want to go on to a completely different level of thought, I remember listening to the podcast, Funny How Life Works with Michael Jr., and Kyle from Scent Church, Pastor Kyle from Scent Church, and they talk about pressing in. And this is one of those situations where you would need to, I would need to press in and see exactly what is the reason why I want feel um, like I need to binge. And then if you were, if I were to follow what he was, what they were saying, um, it would be talking about how I would write down what the problems, the problems that I have, right? And then I would look into go get into a quiet place and then um, write down how that makes me feel. And then I would take how that makes me feel. And then I would, you know, uh, ask my brain if it's all right, if I can, or ask my brain if that's, if it's okay, if I can see what's going on. You know, it's a lot of work. As a matter of fact, go to Funny How Life Works and uh, look it, look up the press, press in press in with Michael Jr. I think that would be most helpful for you because I think I'm giving a bad uh, explanation. But all in all, what I would do is afterwards, after I realized the reasoning behind what I'm doing and I realized what part of myself is, is keeping me from or causing me to do these things. And this is like, this is like in connection with the internal family systems. Um, then I would kindly ask that part of me to release it, you know, release those feelings. And then I would take it and I would give it to God in prayer. Wherever I felt it, I would take it from that part of the body, physically use my hands, take it from that part of my body and hand it up to the Lord in prayer. And so that's something that I could be doing. I'm, And then the question comes, okay, if you know all the answers about what to do, why don't you do it, right? Well, then there is that too, see? There's that. There is that. I mean, do we really want to be healed? The question comes along. Do we really want to be healed or do we want to continue to swim around and, and muck around in our own mess? Because that's the question, right? And then you can't really be hard on yourself for that because you're really just trying to figure out the answer. I really can't be hard on myself for that, though I'm very easily, I can easily do that because I'm good at it. That's one thing I'm really good at, being hard on myself. But does that get me any closer to the goal? I was actually writing a blog post, blog post about this uh, on ahenwithcoach.com. It's not it's not published yet, so don't go looking for it just yet. Um, but I was writing a blog post about that, <laughs> funny enough. Um, but all to say, I've been binge eating. So now that leads me to the second part of this health segment. So we'll be right back with why I am better off as a 
abstainer as opposed to a moderator. Be right back. At Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness, we believe that pursuing health does not have to be a rich man's sport and you do not have to be a scientist to know how to work to get your health back in order. And with that in mind, we offer you protocols. We give you bio-individualized plans to help you get yourself back to health and wellness so that way you can enjoy the life that you want to have. There's nothing better than having a quality life. Life is short and sweet, but it doesn't mean that it has to lack quality. And with that, we offer you tips, bite-sized pieces to help you figure out what's going to be best for you. That includes diet, exercise, stress, toxin removal, rest, rest, emotional balance, dietary supplements, and so much more. And yeah, we teach you how to have a great time too. If that's something you're interested in, please don't hesitate to get a hold of us. Contact us. Our link is down below, or you can go to ihinwacoach.com and click on the form to get started. All right, so we are back. And now we are going to be discussing the second portion of this health podcast, health segment, really. And that is why I am better as an abstainer as opposed to a moderator. Okay, some of us have personalities where we are 100% go, throttle, just pedal to the metal. And some of us, maybe some of you, obey the speed limit, for example. But I remember that every time I had a car, I don't have a car now, guys. I was I have a bike, and I cycle as fast as I can, just to let you know. Um, but when I had a car, it didn't matter what the speed was posted on the side of the road. I would always go above it. Yeah, I would always go above the speed limit. Why? Because... I always wanted to go above it. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. But looking at that and then looking at the abstain, the abstain, abstinence versus moderate, I can see how that has connections with my personality. I'm always pushing, 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 going hard, 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 hard. In driving, I went hard. In diet, if I am following a protocol such as keto, or met, uh, Mediterranean, uh, any any quote unquote diet that I followed, a way of eating or a diet, I was really good at sticking to it until I wasn't. And then when I wasn't, as opposed, but not keto, keto was easy. Um, and so was the Mediterranean, for example. Um, but sticking to those were very difficult after a certain period of time. Um, I know that motivation has to play a humongous part and discipline, but for me, those are very hard. But what I found was where there were cheats or where there were options to do extra or do things that I was not allowed, quote unquote, allowed to do, because you are all, I am allowed to eat whatever I want. Nobody's standing around the corner telling me I can't eat things. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if anybody's doing that to you or for you. It could be to you or for you. Nobody did it for me, but nobody did it to me either, unfortunately. So if you don't have that person who has your back to tell you, hey, uh, that's not what you were planning on doing, you know, the accountability partner, um, then 
it's easy enough to go overboard. And I did. If I had one, and it was great for, you know, the the days. And this that see, this just goes to show that that doesn't always work for everybody. Some people can have a, a flex meal or a cheat meal and be just fine and they can continue on, push forward. Whereas others, they can't have it. They're, they have to abstain. They have to just say no. Just say no to food, you know, <laughs> because one a little bit of that would cause so many problems in their journey that they were trying to accomplish. They weren't there yet and it was not going to be helpful to them. For me, I find that if I get a little bit of good or a little bit of naughty, for example, as far as food is concerned, though I have, there's no food guilt, real food, no food guilt, but we're, we're not talking about that, are we? Because I can easily, first of all, I can eat a buttload of, of uh, beef, ground beef just cooked. I can eat a buttload of that man, forget about it. I can just eat it. But at a certain point, I'm full. But that has nothing to, that has nothing uh, compared to the processed foods that you I you're allowed to take on you know once a week. I can I must needs <laughs> to abstain from highly processed foods. One because I am trying, and here are the reasons why. Um, because we already know if you moderate, first of all, let's go with the moderator and I'll tell you the reasons why I need to abstain. Besides the fact that I'm a binge eater when I am emotionally distraught or feeling like I'm lacking finances of sorts. Okay. So we got that part, but let's talk, let's talk for a moment about, uh, the moderator. The moderator is a person who can have a, a little bit of this and put it away and be good. Now, when it's dark chocolate, I can do that because guess what? Dark chocolate 85 to 90%. Uh, nine, I, I even went for 90%, but I found that was very difficult to find and it was getting bitter. So in the end, I wound up making my own chocolate with erythritol <laughs> and some cacao powder and um, cacao, uh, what is it? Um, cocoa, uh, cocoa butter. I made my own chocolate and then I was happy because I could eat as much as I want. But you know, even then, because it was so nutrient dense, nutrient dense, I didn't need to. But moderators, they can do that even with the worst, even with the worst of products, you know, that they can find. You know, I know somebody who has a, who sh she buys a dark chocolate bar, and she eats it one square, and she puts it away. She scrolls it away in the in the refrigerator, freezer, whatever, and she can eat on that for months without gobbling up the whole thing. Now, if I had a dark chocolate bar that was, yeah, let's take that back. Cause you know, dark chocolate is not always for me, like the leaflings, it's not the favorite. But when I was when I was fully invested in my keto journey, I, that's exactly what I ate because I knew that's what I could, I could buy at the store and it was easy. And if anybody asked me, what do you want for, I want dark chocolate, 85%, 90%. Okay, okay, great, good. Okay, good, thank you. Uh, make sure it doesn't have any sunflower oil in it. <laughs> I was still watching out, you know, I wasn't being silly, but just to show if I had that, if I had a regular a milk chocolate bar, for example, I mean, that thing is gone. Don't ask me to wait. Nah. But when I was following a program, going back to what I was saying, when I was following a program, then I was, I was able to do those things to not eat it all, especially if I had to make it. 
for some reason, there was something about making products, making uh, desserts, making snacks that made me not eat it all up all at once. One, I can tell you right off the bat, it was the nutrient density. But two, it was the fact that I made it. And since I made it, I certainly wasn't going to gobble it all up so quickly when I actually it took me time, energy, ingredients, all of those things to actually get the, to make the product. So I certainly wasn't going to gobble it up. It was going to take some time. I was going to enjoy it, all those things. There's probably a lesson there, but uh, I'm too lazy to dig deeper. So we'll move on. <laughs> but so we, we're talking about moderating and abstaining and why that is not for me. Maybe, maybe moderating is for you. Maybe it is. When I, like I said, when I'm following a specific protocol, such as keto or Mediterranean, for example, because um, you remember I joined, I start, I began my keto journey to reverse my diabetes and I did that. But there's a difference between reversing uh, um, a disease and just not having, okay, there's a difference between not having a disease and being healthy. Get, get it? So there's either, you, you can be sick or you can be healthy. But it's not just, or you can be, you know what I'm saying? So I hope you get what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. You can just not be sick, but not be healthy at the same time. There we go. See, I knew I'd get it out. You could not be sick, but also not be healthy at the same time. And that's not where I want to be. I may not be sick with the, with the cluster of diabetes symptoms, but I don't want to be unhealthy either because there, I have a long life that I want to live to give God the glory, see what he wants to do with my life. He's put things in my brain that I haven't, that I have not accomplished yet. And I don't want to um, leave this world earlier than, or, or make it harder because we all have a, an appointed time to go. That's for certain. But I don't want to make it harder on myself by making, making decisions that will slow down my progress or slow down my abilities to do things or hamper or hinder my abilities. Whereas I could just, you know, be smooth sailing. Now, if God wants to touch me with a disease to, you know, to show his glory in some other way, then he'll do that. But I mean, what I'm saying is this, I don't want to be the one who's doing it. <laughs> I don't want to be the one. And yeah, God is all powerful, all knowing and all those things. He's got a plan, but I mean, I don't want to add to it. That's just bad stewardship. But okay, so we talked about moderation and, abs and abstaining, abstinence. So in this next part, we're going to talk about uh, the ketogenic. We're going to break down my keto, my keto program, not the program, but how I eat as a ketogenic, uh, as following the ketogenic approach, as well as what does inflammation and glucose have to do with food choices. So we'll be right back. No, babe, again? Uh, I, 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 you know, I couldn't help it. I know, but they can't help it looking at me. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to do. It's all the time. <laughs> it's all, it's all the time. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating because, I mean, I can I can't, I don't mind what they're looking at me. I know, I know. Just don't move. Yeah, don't move. 
yeah, don't move. If you move, then it's gonna the air is gonna be shifting. It's gonna go everywhere. Yeah, but you're moving because you think you gotta stay with me, and you're moving away from me. <laughs> Just stay with me. Hey guys, having a problem with your gas? Are you passing gas sometimes unexpectedly, sometimes very rancidly, in public places, at home, in the private, or in public? Are you downing much? much much bino in the hopes of getting rid of that problem are you taking the indigestives it's not the way it's not your gassy it's not your vegetables there's something going on with your gut and there's only one thing we can do about it it's fix it schedule a free health assessment a discovery a call so that way we can figure out what's going on and get you right back on track babe i moving all right thank you very much for listening to that slight commercial and we are back talking about the ketogenic diet glucose regular glucose and inflammation and why those things will play a part as to how you will enjoy your food and why those foods that you choose should be most importantly dependent upon how it affects your glucose and inflammation so let's start with the ketogenic diet and any diet for that matter, but we're talking about the ketogenic diet because that's what I said at the intro. So <laughs> with the ketogenic diet, the most important thing about it is that it helps to regulate one, one for me, it helps to regulate your glucose because you're not eating all the whole point is it, you're not eating a whole lot of carbohydrates and you're certainly not eating uh, processed carbohydrates, refined carbohydrates, refined processed carbohydrates, um, which will increase your glucose. It will spike your glucose it will, and that will cause inflammation in the body, but it will also cause the insulin to jump in, uh, jump in and save the day. And then that in itself will cause a fat storing process especially if you're not utilizing those carbohydrates, which is usually people who are eating processed, uh, processed refined carbohydrates, you're not actually able to utilize those to the best of your ability because your body is already stripping the vitamins and minerals out of itself to process those things. So you're not really getting anything out of it. They're really what you, what you would call empty calories and actually they are empty. They, they have no nutri nutritional value. They may say so on the box or in the bag or on the package, but in the end, they have no nutritional value because you are actually having, your body is actually having to take away from what you already have to process those, which throws you into, which throws you into um, an immune response really. And, uh, and that's difficult because then it puts you in a place where you can become sicker because you don't have the vitamins and the minerals and the, and the, and the, all of the things that you need to continue to go get it. Okay. So that being said with a ketogenic diet, I follow a, uh, high carb ketogenic diet, <laughs> but not high process, not process. Unless you count my processor when I would, you know, would blend almonds or, you know, or, you know, or flax seeds or lentils or whatever, what have you. I followed a very high carb ketogenic diet. 
high enough for my body to get the, what it needed and uh, low enough for me to remain in ketosis. Now, honestly, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if I was always in ketosis because after I got, the, I, I did what I needed to do. I was fat adapted and I lost the weight and I felt great. Um, and that was that. I mean, I got strips after the fact just so I can know how to utilize them so I can put them in packages for my people who wanted to follow the ketogenic diet. That's what I got them for. Okay. So it's not like I was, you know, measuring myself, but I've, I followed the, um, the biometrics. I checked my, my body, how it felt. And from those, I knew that I was in ketosis. So going forward, um, what kind of carbohydrates did I consume with a ketogenic diet? I consumed lots of carrots, lots of, uh, lots of leek, lots of uh, courgette, zucchini. I can, I consumed, um, eggplant on occasion. I did not eat lentils. Oh my word. That was my cry. That was my crying station. I didn't eat lentils besides peanuts, besides peanuts. Okay. And, um, but really all of my higher carbs, my higher carbohydrate foods were all natural foods grown from the ground or plucked from a tree or a bush. So those were my carbohydrates. Those were the things that I ate. Those were, and, and I still have, I still follow that approach. I do not feel that at first, let me say at first, I did not follow that approach. At first I was very, no carrots. Oh my gosh. You threw carrots in the stew. I can't believe it. Ah, why did you do that, Renee? He's like, mm, good. Yeah. Healthy. <laughs> and I was like, no, why? Because for me, the carbohydrate count, especially if somebody else is cooking for you, you're trying to be more meticulous. Either you're being very meticulous or you're just thankful and grateful. Okay. And I was not thankful and grateful. I was meticulous. So <laughs> I needed to know how many, how much of it it was so that way I could put it into my carb manager so that way I could count the carbs. But I still ate vegetables nonstop. I eat all kinds of vegetables nonstop. And it wasn't just the green leafies. I'm talking broccoli. I'm talking cauliflower. I'm talking uh, kale on occasion, burko. Um, I'm talking uh, onion. Onion is high in sugar, by the way, guys. Onion is very high in glucose. Um, or it's high, in, it's high in sugar, in carbohydrates, which breaks down into glucose in the body. And so... Um, yeah, I ate all of those things. For a while, I counted and I measured. I measured for about two years all of the, the carbohydrates that I consumed. There were some things that I couldn't control because, like I said, other people cooked for me and I couldn't control that. But if if I was on my own, I I did that. If I was cooking for the family, I, I measured it out and I counted it for, you know, and divided by three. Okay, we're going to eat all this, all of this, all of this equally. <laughs> so that's what I did. You know, so... There's that. That's how I uh, followed my ketogenic diet. And I have to tell you that I enjoyed it very much because I ate what I wanted within the health spectrum. I'll, but what I did not eat was lots and lots of fruit. I did not eat potatoes. I did not eat the starchy. I did Outside of the carrots, I did not eat starchy vegetables. I mean, if you want to call zucchini a starchy vegetable, then that's fine. Whatever. But other than that, 
I would always eat lots of vegetables. Now, why why do we need to consider inflammation and um, and glucose when we're choosing our foods? Here's why: because a lot of us will go about um, thinking that a food is not working or a diet is not working, whatever the case is, and we may just be sensitive to that food. We like singularly maybe sensitive to that food. And then that, if that sensitivity arises, then inflammation arises. If inflammation arises, then the glucose arises. If the glucose ri- rises, then, then cortisol comes in. And then your store, your, the cortisol is saying, hey, hey, and the cortico- glucocorticoids that, you know, are at play, the hormone. Cortisol comes through. Insulin is, is, is called out to save the day. And then what happens? The food, if you're not using that uh, carbohydrate source right away, it's being stored where in the fat cells. Okay, so there is that part about the inflammation, and actually that's the part about the glucose too. Because if you if food causes you to be inflamed, then your body automatically goes into stress mode. If it goes into stress mode, your body will release glucose from the liver. Why? So that way it can calm you down. Why? Because that's what calms you down. <laughs> that's what calms the body down, and then. It's unnecessary because it's not like you're using it. So it's sitting there floating around in the bloodstream. And then the insulin has to come and it has to mop it up and it has to throw it into the cells. And then there you have it once again. So you are on a constant roller coaster of, of glucose and cortisol. And, and then that's not helpful. So And then inflammation. Glucose, inflammation, cortisol. Glucose, inflammation, cortisol. Or you can say inflammation glucose, cortisol, you know, and then cord- and then glucose, because <laughs> cor- cortisol hits, and then glucose is released to do it, to save your day. So why, why can we then say that food, that a diet in general is not working for everybody or it's working for everybody? No, because if you have sensitivities uh, to any food that is listed in the diet as unacceptable, then you are running the risk of causing inflammation. The inflammation, again, causes a glucose spike. The glucose spike requires that insulin comes and takes effect. The insulin comes and takes effect. There's no reason for you to have that glucose in your body, so it is stored in your fat cells. Unless you have damaged cells, but that's another story. You guys know all about this. I've talked about it so many times, you're probably bored if you don't remember, you can go back to the inflammation um, uh, episode, which I love, or the diabetes, you know, their origin story. Oh my word, y'all. This gold, gold. I'm just saying gold. So, <laughs> so what do we do with this? What do we do with this? Okay. Well, let's look at what we can do with this. Okay. So diet, well, we know now we need to eat things that are based off of what are good for us. How do we know? We test. You can either do, you can either use a continual, uh, continuous glucose monitor, or you can prick your finger like every other uh, Joe Schmo, you know, <laughs> prick your finger and test it. Test, you know, an hour after you eat, hour and a half to see. You don't want your, you want to check your baseline first, how much it was before and you don't want that food to have a ris- caused your blood sugar to rise more than 20 points. It, it, on any given, whatever that is, whatever, if you're using the, the European standard or if you're using the American standard, it doesn't matter. 
you don't want it to go above 20 points. If it's gone above 20 points, you got a problem. Okay. That means that you're insulin resistant. Okay. Maybe you already, uh, maybe you already have the cluster of type two diabetes. Well, then you already knew. Okay. But then at least, you know, you can write this thing down. This food for me right now is not a good idea. And then you continue on and then you keep on checking so and so and so. Okay. So that's how you know if a food causes you uh, distress or inflammation, because if inflammation arises, then the glucose will also arise. Get it? So your food, the food can cause it and so can inflammation. Now you could be sick. Now inflammation will arise, but if you're sick and you have inflammation in your body, guess what else is happening? Glucose is being released from the liver cells. Why? To calm your body down. So it may just be that you have no control over that part. But when you were talking about choosing foods, that's what you're looking at. There are a lot of foods that are quote unquote anti-inflammatory. And some of them are specifically anti-inflammatory, like ginger, cinnamon, asparagus. Um, I'm a word. Uh, there are a few other things, but I'm just going off the top of my head right now. But there are other foods that are quote unquote low carb that are not anti-inflammatory. <laughs> and then they bother the mess out of you and they cause your glucose to spike up. So that is why we need to take into consideration when we're choosing foods for our diet, for our meals, for the things that we're putting on our plate, not the diet itself, but we need to look at why and what the food is doing to us. How do we do that? By checking our blood sugar or by, I'll get to that in a second. No, that was the diet. Okay, exercise. This is really not, um, This I would normally go through the, the steps, the eight steps, but I feel like this is not necessarily, but we're going to do it. I'm going to do my best anyway. Um, okay. So we're deciding between, <laughs> we're deciding between all of these health segments that we had, which I don't normally do. And that would be the binge eating, the, um, the binge eating, the keto breakdown, and then the inflammation and the glucose. So um, for the sake of time and clarity, let's go with, because, um, well, let's go with the, the binge eating and the glucose and inflammation, because I think that's the only thing that will work. So exercise, glucose and inflammation, um, what you would love to, what you would want to do is walk, walk. And I didn't mention this for diet, but drink a lot of water, drink water, drink, drink cinnamon tea, real cinnamon, um, drink it quickly before it gelatinizes in your, in your, in your cup. If you're just going to use a cinnamon, if you're going to use teaspoons, but remember that cinnamon is a, is a very strong substance, um, wet or dry. And so it's probably best to get a 500 milligram or higher, uh, cinnamon pill. We get ours from Luco, uh, uh, Luco Fital and we love it. Um, but I don't know if they have anything going on where you can, and I don't know if it's outside of the out of uh, out of the Netherlands, but in any case, um, we get our some Luco Vital, and it also has chromium in it, and that's also a, a blood sugar lowering uh, 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 vitamin, um, which helps in the which helps in the range of you know releasing. So you have your vitamins and your minerals that will help you do that. Um, exercise, like I said, um, walking walking to get it down for binging. What can you do for exercise? Really nothing. <laughs> you can exercise. Ah, yes. You can exercise writing things down and, and praying and praying and asking God to help you. That's what you can do. You can exercise saying no to yourself. You can look yourself in the mirror and say no. 
Um, let me see here. As far as sleep, you always want to get enough sleep. You always want to make sure you get enough sleep because then if you get enough sleep, then you'll have more willpower for the next day to say no. What about toxin removal? Well, wow. These foods that you're sensitive to can be a toxin towards you. I'm not saying a low down, dirty scoundrel kind of toxin where you like, oh my gosh, you know, save the planet. But maybe you need to save your body by not taking those things off, or at least not right now. Now, let's see here. Rest. Take some time to rest. You could always, you know, take some take some points to. Um, I mentioned sleep, and that was fine. That would be more on the rest side. But what about stress? What's stressing you out? What's causing you? Because as we know, if you are stressed inside or outside, if your body is stressed from the inside, if you are stressed from the outside factors, then your blood sugar goes up. Oh my gosh. Why does it always have to happen with the stress? But it does. And I'm getting stressed out just by thinking about it. Oh my gosh. Or, or... You can calm down, write those things down, press in, like what I was telling you about Michael Jr., and you can go forward. Perhaps using those tools, like pressing in, would be what you need to help yourself de-stress. And then also, you can drink some chamomile tea. Da, da, da. That helps to de-stress. Um, okay, so we said stress, toxins, rest. How about how about emotional balance? That goes right along with writing in the journal. What's going on? How do I feel about this? You don't have to tell anybody else. You can tell Jesus. Tell Jesus. But you don't have to tell anybody else how you're feeling about the situation because maybe you just don't want to share. Maybe you don't think that anybody's going to understand. You always let your coach know. If you have a health coach, a life coach, you can always talk to them. You know, that's what they're there for. Um, they can't save your day. They can't save you, but they can help you They can help you save your day. Um Supplements, of course, you want to go for some supplements, like I mentioned, the cinnamon. Um, let's see here. There's also some adrenal soothe from Equa.life that you can try. That would help you to calm your nerves. Um, ashwagandha, that helps to calm the nerves. Ginger helps to calm the nerves. Helps you sleep. Magnesium helps to calm, helps to calm the body down. Um, vitamin D daily will help you to just be able to break things down and to and set neuro gives you the precursor for your neurotransmitters. Um, let me see here. Let's see here. What else? Okay. Success. You have to remind yourself that one, you're going to be okay. Like I tell myself when I'm, when I'm standing there with a big loaf of bread, I'm going to be okay, but you, but I got to believe it too. You know, there's a difference. You got to believe it. If you don't believe it, then you're not going to achieve it. Set your goals. Set your goals to not binge. I'm going to set my goals to not binge. You set your goals to not binge. And then we'll just not binge together. Instead, we will drink air and chew on joy. Okay? Now, for for the coach's uh, mind, for the coach's thing, what would a coach uh, advise you? Again, sensitivity test. Get your food sensitivities checked. See what's going on. Um, maybe check your, um, check your minerals, see if you're good balance. And if so, then if you, if you're not, if you have sensitivities, then you can know what foods to absolutely avoid until you heal your body because you don't have to absolutely avoid them forever. Just you want to avoid them until you get your, your body under control. Maybe you have a histamine problem. Maybe it's your gut. 
your gut has a lot to do with what you're what you're sensitive to, believe it or not. So, with that being said, and with all that rambling, perhaps or not, I want to say thank you so much for joining me here at Type Two Take Two. I really hope you got something out of this, and I really hope that my little true confession of a binge eating, a bingeing is more than just you know a ha ha, and more like okay, I'm not alone because you need to know that you're not alone. You're gonna be okay. It's going to take some time, but if you do it with a partner, do it to do it with somebody, do it with your cheerleader, do it with your prayer partner, then I think it's going to help a lot more. Be sure to check me out. Check us out at Envision underscore whole underscore health. I actually put something to the extent of this on um, the Instagram uh, page, and I really hope that you check it out. If you have any questions or if you want to contact me, please do so by clicking on the contact us form on ihinwacoach.com that is e-h-i-n-w coach.com and just you know fill in the contact form let me know how you're feeling if you have questions or you want to dm me specifically do it on the envision underscore whole underscore health i'll be glad to pray with you you want to talk let's talk you want to talk let's talk all right guys thank you so much and have a fantastic day bye Thank you very much for joining us here at Type 2 Take 2 Diabetes and Health Podcast. We do want to remind you that we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. So if you have a question that is medically grounded, please contact your provider so that way they can give you the best information that they have. However, if you have any questions concerning your health or how to get to the root cause of your problem, feel free to message us and we'll be glad to assist you on your journey to a brighter and happier, healthy life. Once again, we are not doctors. We cannot treat, we cannot diagnose, and we certainly cannot cure. But we can surely help you get to where you want to be healthfully. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.